Welcome, everyone. This is Ed Dressel with Retire Ready Solutions for our podcast. We have Joe Williams out of Indianapolis this morning. I'm excited to have him. Joe, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. It's great to have you. Tell me a little about yourself as we get started. Well, I am financial advisor, also our education specialist for uh, our firm is CSI Advisory Services. We're out of Indianapolis, Indiana. You know, this firm has been up and running since 1971, and we're actually um, a retirement-focused uh, firm, and so my job really is all about going out and educating participants around the retirement plan to make sure they know exactly how it works and how to really best utilize it. How long have you been with CSI? Um, going on a year, a little over a year and a half now I've been doing this with them. And before this? Before this, I was a, uh, an advisor at a bank for, oh, almost 20 years. So I've been an advisor for quite a while. What obstacles do you find in your business? Obstacles, you know, really it's how to establish value, you know, when we're working with customer or working with clients now because you know we see the emergence of the robo advisor and so now there's a much you know cheaper solution out there that's virtual that clients can really use and now we as advisors are really having to kind of show our value when working with customers to make sure that they understand that by working with us in you know, the costs associated with working with us um, are certainly justified as opposed to basically the virtual experience. And what are you doing to, to justify, hey, you need to hire an advisor for your plan? Well, it can be a number of things. I mean, really, it's all about customizing the experience to the client because it's something that they don't necessarily get with the robo-advisor. I mean, it's more of a plug-and-play type situation with Robo, whereas we are providing a lot more of the customized solutions for them to where it's more tailored to what their needs are, and we are able to kind of think outside the box to ask those additional questions to really uh, identify additional needs based upon the conversations that we're having. And so I think that's really where we start to um, establish that value with the customers is by, you know, going deeper and making sure we're having those extended conversations that are going to be more fact-finding to identify those needs that they haven't even really thought of. So I'm going back a little bit on what you said. I mean, you got you left the bank after 20 years, came to CSI. You're the education education specialist. What made you go? That's the job for me. Well, I noticed that, you know, really as we look at what is important to people and where the majority of their investment assets are really coming from, they're definitely with the 401k, you know, with the bank as an advisor, you know, some of our biggest tickets that we had were from 401k rollovers and you know, in meeting with people and looking at how these 401ks were allocated, um, I just saw some really horrible, horrible allocations. And, you know, we don't have to think back too far to the financial crisis when, you know, the market's dropping, 
you know, 38, 40%. And you have all of these folks out there that were allocated way too heavy in the stock market. And so we saw a lot of retirements that got postponed. And so meeting with people and looking at these things, and I'm thinking, wow, who in the world is advising these people in these plans? And really the question was no one. Very few advisors uh, have that capability to make those recommendations over the investments inside of the retirement plans. And so with our firm, we are fortunate enough to have that ability to do that. And so that was what was really attractive to me is to be able to form the relationships with people when they were still in their working years and guide them on how to invest the funds inside of their retirement plan so that we get better outcomes for them when it comes time for them to retire. And so that's where my job is, is going in and sitting down with them and saying, let's take a look at this retirement allocation. Is this really appropriate for you? Because the human resources department really isn't qualified to have those discussions with people and the record keepers aren't going to do it either. So I really like that aspect of this job of being able to have those conversations and make those recommendations and kind of put ourselves in the driver's seat. So when the people do retire, they're really grateful for us and all the help that we provided them along the way to put them in that position. And so it's a pretty easy transition when we ask for the business for them to continue the relationship with us on the personal side. I, I really like being, I guess, I almost think of it like the grassroots effort here is we're, you know, working with these people, helping them to accumulate so that when one day when they are going to make that transition into retirement, that we are right there in the great position to be able to ask for that business. So you're doing what I'm passionate about is helping middle America retire successfully. And Absolutely. I love that part of that's what we love to help advisors do. You know, before you can tell somebody what they need to do with you know, how to allocate their money, you've got to engage the participants in a meaningful way, otherwise that they gloss over and don't engage it. How are you engaging participants towards retirement readiness? You know, that's a great question because, you know, nowadays, you know, you see that there's all these different programs out there and financial wellness is everywhere. And so, you know, we try to make sure that we are uh, using some type of a tool that will give participants a pretty accurate picture of what their retirement out outlook looks like. And, you know, the Retirement Ready Solutions, the actual track program that we use, uh, we use that quite a bit in our practice to kind of give people that outlook and and it presents itself in such a simple way that, you know, instead of presenting someone with a 50-page retirement plan document that they're probably not going to go through and read all of, I mean, this is, you know, a nice one-pager that they can look and see, okay, do I have any red? <laughs> if I don't have any red, I'm in good shape. If it's all green, I'm great, you know. Um, and if we do see the red, you know, we talk about how we get the red out. Uh, sound like a Visine commercial, but for the most part, that's what we're really trying to do is figuring out how we get the red out. Um, that is that that report really helps to start 
some really great conversations around what we need to be doing for them to get them where they need to be and um, also helps us to kind of incorporate any other things that they might be doing outside the plan. I think you're talking about the one-page participant gap report. That, yes. You know, it shows them their gap, shows them what they need to do, gives them a few more options, but really keeps it as clear as we've tried it hard to make it so that participant goes here and you can be proactive in handing it to them versus saying, hey, go out to the portal and figure this out for yourself. Right, do you have a right. story? Do you have a story of, you know, maybe an anecdotal story of something that happened recently that was a participant that good went, hey, there's, there's my situation. Here's what I need to do. Yeah, um, you know, it it's funny because the stuff it's it's all relative, you know. And you have a participant, uh one particular participant that I'm thinking of, you know, making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and thinking, Okay, I'm saving I have this much saved up and I'm I'm doing great and I should be able to retire but you know, what they didn't realize is that, you know, when we start thinking about retirement in terms of the income that you need you know, we're trying to target around 75 to 85% of what your working income is as far as your income for in retirement. And he never really thought about it that way. And so once we started taking a look at what he had and what he accumulated, you know, because he was contributing the max to his 401k, but, you know, it's still, after running the uh, gap report, it still wasn't getting him there. And so he never really thought that, hey, wait a minute, even though I'm doing what I can, I'm supposed to be doing and contributing into my plan, you know, I never thought that I would come up short. And he never had anyone really or worked with anyone that really ran the numbers for him to show him that, hey, by the way, if you keep doing what you're doing, it's not enough you know, to be able to provide the type of income that you're living so you can maintain this, you know, the, your your lifestyle in retirement. So after running the report for him, and it was nice because it was just a one-page report and it showed everything, and <clears throat> he could see where, holy cow, all right, I know I'm doing this, and this is still creating a shortfall. What It, it, it helped to drive the conversation around what else should I be doing? And so in this particular case, it helped us to put together a scenario for him where he could actually save outside of the plan, you know, to help make up the shortfall that he was going to have in retirement. So it helped to lead for more, to more assets or, or gathering and helped to lead to additional business with this particular client. So I really like the program. I really like using it to engage customers around their retirement situations. So you have a, a pretty high net worth, you know, high income person story there, which is good because you kind of got them off of autopilot and said, you know, this is something you need to get your hands on and not just assume that giving the max is going to solve the problem. I've seen that problem right. before. As people have called me, advisors said, why isn't this working? Exactly that. Uh, I'm pretty close to that amount of money too. Tell me about a, a story about a middle America person that you know, middle income, fifty to hundred thousand dollars that that you engaged and the report made a oh. difference for them. Um you know, I I I I'm thinking about one particular uh participant that I work with and she 
Um, you know, she was working and contributing. I want to say she had about 3%, if I remember correctly, she was contributing about 3% to her plan. The employer had a match, 100%, <clears throat> up to uh, that 3%. So that's why she was doing 3 So, you know, we started looking at the plan and looking at her situation and saw that, you know, she was, she had, her balances were probably around 30,000 or so. And, um, and she was fairly young. I mean, probably early thirties or so. And just really just not a clue about this. And she just, she was doing the 3% because that's what she told she, she needed to do was the 3% max out what your employer is giving you. That's the advice that she got, and you know, which we see with a lot of participants. It's like, yeah, you want to contribute at least what the employer is matching, and so a lot of people do that. And so once we, you know, did the uh, retirement analysis for her and uh, determined that, you know, that 3%, even with the employer match, you know, 6% still was not getting her there. Um, the nice thing about it is the the gap analysis gave us a recommended contribution amount. It told her basically to raise her contributions up to 10% to get her where it needs to be. And it's really cool because we have the ability with the program to adjust the assumptions. And so for us, we use an 80% income replacement ratio. And then we also are able to include Social Security, but typically we'll include Social Security at about 70% of whatever the actual benefit that they're supposed to get. So it really creates action, we think, on the participant's part when we show it like that, because everyone has it in their minds that Social Security just may not be there in its current form when they retire. So Running it at a 70% assumption, we never get any pushback on that. That We've never had one person say, no, I think I'm going to have full Social Security. If anything, they go the other way and say, hey, can you run this without Social Security? For her, you know, we ran it like that, and it helped us to get that uh, recommendation to raise those contributions up to the 10% mark. And, you know, for her... You know, going from three to ten was a tough, tough jump, and so and we realized that, and so that kind of sparked additional conversations around. Well, let's take a deeper look at your finances and you know what your budget really looks like. And you know, after doing that, you know, we started realizing that there's a lot more money there that she was making that was basically being spent. Uh, for lack of a better term, um, and could have been otherwise saved. And so after going through the exercises of, you know, looking at the budgeting, you know, we found we were able to find enough cushion there to where we could raise those contributions. To uh, We ended up around 8, it was 8% that we ended up at. But then what the plan was is that, getting to that 8% level now, but in a year from now, we're going to bump it up by 1% and keep doing that 1% and timing it out around the time that her pay raises come. 
So that way the impact of her is pretty minimal, but at least gets her to that savings level that was where she needs to be. So again, using the program, it just, it really helps to drive those conversations and make sure that we're able to get people to where they need to be. And it, it presents itself in such a simple fashion that it's really easy for them to read. And it's not, you know, again, the 50 page retirement planning document that it really intimidates people. And, you know, once they get that huge binder of stuff, they take it home and they never look at it again because they just don't want to have to read through all that to figure out what they need to be doing. Because at the end of the day, they still come back to us and say, what should I be doing here? Uh, but this one-page report, it's so simple. It makes it really, really easy for them to understand. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't want to read. I'm a technical person. I don't want to read 50 pages. So <laughs> different perspective, different angle on this. So many advisors tell us they don't want, they don't pick up our software. As, hey, we have the web portal. We can go to the portal and just tell the participants to go to the portal and figure it out. What advantage does having the participant gap report for you and your business? You know, being able to run that gap, I mean, going to the portal, we tell them to go to the portal and, you know, because pretty much every record keeper now has a portal that a participant can use. And what I find is, is the participants, they don't use it. End of the day, they still, for the most part, are pretty intimidated by the computer in some cases. I mean, because we're working with you know, people who are factory workers in some towns and very, very, very rural communities to your um, <laughs> your uh, technology firms. Uh, we have a couple clients that are, in fact, technology firms, technology security firms. And, you know, it's funny. You would think that a technology firm, that they would be all over this stuff and uh, really know what they were doing. But even still, we find they are not using the portals. Um, and so when we show up on location in doing our one-on-one -on -one appointments with uh, the participants, we are, you know, going through things with them about their retirement plan and we're showing them around the website and showing them the portal. And you know, unless I'm there doing it with them, they're still not doing it. I mean, and there's people where I've seen we've logged into their website and looked at the the retirement plan online and um and I've gone back, you know, at and met with them again, you know, six months later and I still see that they haven't touched it from the last time we were in there. And so, you know, even though the stuff is there, people are really not using it. So when we're when I'm able to you know, have these one-on-one -on -one discussions and start talking more about, you know, look, you need to retire. We need to figure out if you're on track. And, you know, I've got a way that I can do this calculation for you, and it's a little bit more detailed than what you're seeing in your portal. Um, and I think it presents itself in such a simple fashion that you'll be able to follow it and understand it. And so when we use the gap analysis with our participants, we see probably about a 75 to 80% increase in the participant outcomes, whether it be um, them uh, increasing their 401k contributions 
or perhaps they're engaging with us on some type of a personal wealth management plan of some sort. So I think the tool itself, using it certainly helps to initiate some type of outcomes. And that's what we're really after with our plans, just to make sure that people are making the adjustments that they need to make to ensure that they're on track for a successful retirement. So getting the data from the plan sponsor, how do you find that process? It's, it's, I, we think it's pretty simple. I mean, cause a lot of this information is things that they're providing anyway for us um, in the census. And so what we've done is basically created a template that all they have to do is basically cut and paste stuff into and it makes it super easy for them. So when we are requesting, because they understand if we're going to be doing this for their whole company that, you know, we need the data. And so they have it. It's just a matter of cutting it from one spreadsheet and pasting it into our spreadsheet. And Once we have that spreadsheet, at that point, it gets pretty simple to just input into the program and a couple mouse clicks. And then we have the report done for you know, in some cases with one of our uh, our clients, over 300 and some people that we did it with, uh, and it took us next to no time to really produce those. What's been the response from your plan sponsors? Um, they love it because it, they understand that it actually creates or drives outcomes with their participants to really think harder about what they need to be doing in order to have a successful retirement because at the end of the day, they want to see their employees retire because it's uh, pretty expensive to keep people around past their, you know, uh, the aging employees anyway that are there past their retirement retirement age. You know, it starts to get a lot more expensive keeping them on payroll. I thought I saw a study somewhere that costs about an extra $50,000 a year or something like that to keep employees on payroll there after you know, their retirement ages because all the different expenses that come about. So if we can do things to help them to do the right things so that they are not there longer than they should be, um, they're all for it. What would you tell another advisor who's just saying, go to the portal, that's, that's, that's sufficient? What would your response to them be? I'd say, you know, you might want to rethink that just because, you know, half the time when we tell participants to do things, they're never going to do it. You know, the only time that they really think about the stuff or that they will do anything about this stuff is when we're there um, walking them through to do it. You know, once we leave, you know, they're back into their normal life. And so, you know, to ask them to go back into the website to the portal when most of them probably don't even know their login information. I mean, you're not going to get any outcomes that way. I think also if you are, uh, if you have any type of personal wealth management business, in addition to doing retirement plan business, um, you're going to want to engage that participant with this program because it's going to help do a couple things. Either one, it's going to drive them to uh, increase their contributions to get closer to where they need to be or two it's going to really bring to light 
any other assets that they may have out there. Because one of the things I see a lot of is once I run this report and it comes back as a shortfall, you know, that customer is going to say, wait a minute, I've got more stuff. This is only talking about what I have here. I've got more stuff. And so that's going to drive another conversation where we can start talking about this other stuff. You know, where is this other stuff? Who's working with you with this other stuff? Why aren't they doing things like this to where you know what your current retirement readiness situation looks like? You know, and so it helps us to win more business. So if you're not doing it now, I would highly recommend to start doing it and not just, you know, using the easy way or taking the easy way out and saying, yeah, just go to the portal because they're not going to do it. Well, Joe, I really appreciate you taking the time this morning. Appreciate you interacting with these questions. And I yeah. wish you the best in today's marketplace. And thank you for your kind words about our solution. Yes, thank you. Hey, I'm a big fan. So we use it quite a bit here in our practice and we will continue to. 